Hi everyone, what's going on? This is Cameron here with the American Deciding Factor. Today, we are going to be talking about voter ID in North Carolina and everything you need to know associated with it. So, uh, without further ado, my name's Cameron Hunt. I'm Isaiah Woody. We are the American Deciding Factor. All right, what's up, everybody? Today, it's a great day to be alive. Uh, it's Thursday, currently, as we're recording this. Uh, just got done with my uh, with my uh, semester, or half semester in college. But anyway, so today, we're going to be talking about voter ID in North Carolina, everything you need to know associated with it, and what's going on, because that is a big topic, not only in North, Carol- North Carolina, but around the country right now. Um, so... Let's talk about uh, where we got these facts from, first of all, and then we will get into uh, get into it. So most of these facts that we are, these facts or um, the statements we're about to make are being sourced from Ballotopedia um, and also uh, documents pertaining to uh, the, the voter ID law and yeah. the constitutional amendment. So, for example, like I have pulled up on my computer, I have uh, the Court of Appeals uh, of North Carolina PDF form that completely goes through uh, what we're about to talk about uh, pertaining to voter ID in North Carolina. So it's directly from the uh, state government in, here in North Carolina. Right, right. But yeah, so uh, this is this is totally legit. This is not just our uh, opinion. I mean, we're probably going to insert our opinion in here somewhere, but after we get done kind of explaining what's going on. But so um, now just a quick overview of uh, just voter ID um, in the United States in general, not even talking about a photo voter ID. Um, as of April 2021, 35 states require some form of identification to vote. But of those 35, 21 require voter ID. And currently, North Carolina, um, we do not enforce our voter ID, even though the people voted for it on the ballot in 2018 for a constitutional amendment. And it is currently a constitutional amendment in North Carolina. You want to read it for us real quick? Yeah, so here at the uh, top of the page, basically, on this opinion of the court PDF, so uh, November 6, 2018, a majority of North Carolina voters, which it was approximately 55% of voters in, I guess you call this almost like a referendum type vote, voted in favor of amending Article 6 of the North Carolina Constitution. And their amendment required that voters presented a qualifying photo ID before casting a ballot. So this, this Article 6 amendment now reads, Voters offering to vote in person shall present photographic identification before voting. The General Assembly shall enact general laws governing the requirements of such photographic identification, which may include exceptions. And we'll go through that later. Right. But so notice how it says shall require photo identification for voting. It doesn't say maybe or you need you need to, you know, maybe. It literally says you shall. So in order to vote in North Carolina, you shall have to have a photo ID. Very important. Um, but so, like Isaiah said, in 2018, voters approved a constitutional amendment requiring voters to present uh, photo identification while voting. And um, this compelled the North Carolina state legislature to develop the requirements, right? So it is, it is currently still a amendment to our North Carolina constitution, uh, like he just read, but however, 
the reason why in North Carolina that currently our voter ID is not being enforced is because the law that enforces the, that requirement um, is tied up in the courts. Uh, but so just to give you a brief overview, so in after the uh, after the constitutional amendment was passed, and let's think about this before. So for it to even get onto the ballot, right? So you know before voters even voted for it on the ballot, which um, in that election, 55% or 2,049,121 people voted in the yay or in the yes to uh, have the amendment to our state constitution, while 44% of North Carolinians, or 1,643,983 people, opposed it. That is a, well, one, that's huge, because that's, that's an 11-point swing. Yeah, that is a nearly 500,000 uh, people difference. Right. I, that, that's a big deal. Um, not to mention that, di- so... The Democrats tried to stop this amendment by going into law by pouring an absolutely incredible amount of money, of funds, into stopping this amendment from passing. Um, They spent approximately, and you can find this information on Ballotopedia, uh, approximately $9 million lobbying to try and stop this law, right? Spending on um, advocacy, ads, things of that sort. While Republicans only spent roughly six hundred fifty thousand dollars to support it, so that just shows you that one money can't buy you votes because they spent, if I'm doing the math in my head correctly, they spent over almost twenty times what the Republicans spent. Democrats spent over almost twenty times what the Republicans spent to support the law, whereas they opposed it, and they still lost on the ballot by 11 points. So that's that shows you that North Carolinians, North Carolinians were very much in favor of this. But so this measure got on the ballot by Nor- the North Carolina State House of Representatives passed the amendment to the Constitution of North Carolina 74 to 43. At the time, Republicans controlled 75 seats in the State House and 74 House Republicans voted for the amendment. All Democrats voted against the amendment and on June 29th, 2018, the North Carolina State Senate passed the measure in a 33-12 to 12 vote. Um, Republicans supported the amendment and Democrats opposed it. Um, and so as a constitutional amendment, the governor's signatures was not required to put it, this amendment on the ballot, even though um, he would have vetoed it if, if he had the chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, going back to where we were, um, we're thinking about the now. So, like we said, after it, this law, or after this amendment, excuse me, was approved um, by the voters in November, November 6th of 2018, if I remember correctly, yes. um, there had to be a bill that enforced it. So, the in December 2018, the legislature approved Senate Bill 824, and they uh, overrode Governor Roy Cooper's veto, which obviously he's a Democrat, because, so he's going to uh, oppose it. Now, why? And th- there's a bigger question here. Why did the Democrats oppose ha- showing identification uh, when you want to when you want to vote? So that way we can make sure our elections have some integrity. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but it doesn't really matter because the legislature overrode Cooper's veto on December nineteenth of twenty eighteen. However, so that's kind of a quick history, a brief overview of how we got to this point. But 
Um, currently, SB 824, which is it's the enforcement arm of the constitutional amendment, because like we said, the constitutional amendment to North Carolina is still in place. It's still in the Constitution of North Carolina. But however, the law that enforces it is currently tied up in court and is currently not being enforced, or it's being barred from being enforced in North Carolina. Um, so let's let's think about this now. Now that we've kind of laid out some facts, uh, let's think about this uh, in, I guess... No, I don't want to try. I want to try and be unbiased as possible, but also just ask some questions like, mm-hmm. why would a why would a Democrat want to oppose this bill? Yeah, well, a good thing to do uh, quickly here in order to kind of uh, explore those questions is to kind of get into slightly what this Senate Bill eight twenty four says. Like, what does it actually say? What uh, what are the contents of the bill? What is it that people would be opposed to about it? So SB 824 requires all voters, both those voting in person or by an absentee ballot, so either or, to produce an acceptable form of identification that contains a photograph of the registered voter. And that is the, in quotation marks, that is what SB 824 says. So basically, you have to present a photo ID to vote, whether you vote in person or whether you do an absentee ballot. It doesn't matter. So... There are 10 different forms of acceptable identification that this bill recognizes. Number one is a North Carolina driver's license. This is probably going to be the most commonly used. Just about everybody has this form of ID on them at all times. Uh, Number two would be a certain uh, ID issued by the DMV that is permanent, like a non-temporary ID issued by the DMV, which you can go and, and get these. Uh, for free in a lot of cases. Uh, Number three would be a United States passport. A lot of people have their passports. Number four, a North Carolina voter ID card, which would have your photo on it. They made a specific ID for this bill. Uh, Number five, if you don't know, I think we have like 11 recognized Native American tribes in North Carolina. So if you're a part of one of those, your tribal enrollment card that is issued by the state or federal government will pass as a form of photo ID. Certain student ID cards from colleges or universities or any post-secondary institution. Uh, now, the process for this is that, oh, it's, is it eight? Yeah, it's, it's eight, eight recognized tribes in North Carolina. Eight. Well, that's that's still quite a number. Um, but yeah, eight recognized tribes in America or in uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. And so the, the student ID cards, in order for them to pass as voter ID, the school has to uh, go to the government and get their student IDs approved to be used for voter uh, identification, which I'm sure would not be a hard process, but that's only if you really wanted to use your student ID, if that's the only form of ID that you had. Um, Employee IDs by state or local government works. An out-of-state driver's license even works. Uh, Military IDs and veteran IDs also work. So there's 10 forms there of IDs that you can use. And the first eight of those, which would exclude military IDs and veteran IDs, all those other ones uh, can be used if valid or unexpired, um, or if they were expired for one year or less. But the military and veterans IDs can be used regardless of whether uh, there's a printed expiration date or not. So they can be used at any time. Right, yeah. So this just shows that, one, there are a there are multiple 
multiple like IDs that you can use or anyone in North Carolina that's eligible to vote uh, to use to go vote. It's not like you have to have a certain kind of ID that you only get if you specifically ask for it and it's going to help Republicans in some way, you know, quote, quote unquote, because, you know, oh, it's a special kind of ID. Like it can literally yeah. be almost it can even be an out of out of state driver's license. Yeah. Like it, it, it can be so many things like any way you can prove who you are and that you're eligible to vote. Like they'll be able to take it, basically. Um, yeah. But and so, another thing that's pretty interesting says if you're over 65 years old, then your ID can be used even if it's expired. As long as you were, as long as the ID was valid whenever you were 65, whenever you turned 65, anytime after that, you can use it even after it's expired. So that kind of dispels this whole myth of old people are not going to be able to go out and get their IDs because they're more feeble. Right, right. Um, so this this begs the question: Why are Democrats still opposing it? And um, real quickly, I I'm going to give my opinion on why I think that is. Um, well. A large part of it is I really think that a lot of Democrats know that um, that if we had this this law in North Carolina, it would significantly hurt their uh, their chances of being elected uh, because it's it's harder to cheat. And uh, that, I mean, it goes for Republicans too, right? Both sides have been caught before, you know, cheating. But I think uh, based off what we saw, especially in twenty twenty, um, with Governor Cooper, uh, and, but not just Governor <laughs> yeah. Cooper, but just a lot of races, I mean, in North, in America in general, but also in North Carolina, that they oppose this bill because they uh, they know that it'll be harder for them to cheat. But also, um, I want to I want to give you guys a quick, easy way to defeat the argument of, oh well, we we as Democrats oppose voter ID because voter ID disproportionately um, hurts people of color or. Uh, God, and I hate saying that. Like, you can't just call them uh, people. Like, you can't just call them black people or whatever. Like, this idea that, oh, it's people of color. Like, that's so weird to me. But anyways, that's what they're going to say. Most Democrats are going to say, oh, well, it's because it hurts people of color. So that's why we don't want it to be a law. The easiest way to hit back against that is asking the question, do you think that do you think that African Americans, do you think that black people, do you think that Hispanics, do you think that Asians, do you think they're so stupid that they don't know how to get an ID because, um, and we should probably pull up a list for it really quick if you want to. They're like you have to have an ID for so many things. Like I don't, I don't even think you can open up a checking account if you don't have an ID. Like th- this idea that oh, black people, you know, are going to be disproportionately hurt by this because they uh, they can't they won't have this ID is just preposterous because you need an ID for basically everything. Like. Uh, you, I mean, I can name some off before we get a list of it. Yeah, it was like, 24 you, can, you can't up. even, you can't even get on a plane. You can't even get on a plane. You can't, uh, well, you, you're not supposed to be able to drive. Yeah. <laughs> you have still do like, but yeah. here, here, he's got, he's got a so, list. Let's listen to some of these things. Here's need. 24 from the Washington examiner, uh, 24 things. Some of these are a little bit more specific, um, but other ones are very commonplace for most people to be involved in. So number one, alcohol. If you drink, the you have to have an of ID. Alcohol. Yeah, cigarettes. You have to be over a certain age. Um, opening a bank account. Uh, there's the one that I said. Yeah, a lot of people have a bank account. Applying for food stamps, which again doesn't apply to everyone, uh, as well as welfare or Medicaid's and Social Security. Social Security uh, applies to a lot of people. Uh, or unemployment. Apply for unemployment. 
uh, to rent or buy a house or apply for a mortgage, which applies to a lot a of people. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, especially the rent. Uh, rent is becoming more common than buying a house, but still, same thing. Uh, Let's to, do a few more and then we'll get To back drive, on. buy, or rent a car, get on an airplane, get married, purchase a gun, adopt a pet, rent a hotel room, <laughs> apply for a hunting license, oh, apply for a fishing license, to buy a cell phone, which everyone has now, to visit a casino, pick up a prescription from a pharmacist, to hold a rally or a protest for blood donations, uh, to buy an M-rated video game, purchase nail polish at CVS, and purchase certain cold medicines. Right. So I mean, I mean that that's such a that was such a great list. But like to think of those some of those things, right? Like to open a bank account, to to drive, to buy it, nail polish to, at CVS. Yes, to buy to buy a firearm, to apply to buy a home or get a mortgage. Like these are all things that every everyone does in their life, right? Like and I'm sure the list could be much longer, but that was like that oh, was yeah. a, you know, on the spot list that we pulled up, but it just it begs the question, like, you know, it doesn't matter what race you are. Like, you're going to need an ID for basically anything. Like, you know, I mean, even to get a job, you need an ID. You, you yeah. like, and everybody needs a job because unless you have a, a sugar daddy that's going to pay for everything for you, you're going to have to live. You're going to have to pay to live, right? So this ID, this idea that oh, it it, it disproportionately hurts people of color is just it's well, it's garbage in my opinion, but mm. it's just it's nonsense. Like. Everyone needs everyone needs an ID in their life, like, and almost everyone has one. So the idea that it's racist, uh, to or you know, it's racist towards black people is just ridiculous. Yeah, and we know that that's true. That most everyone has an ID and uses it every single day, and that it's not uh, it's not very hard to get one, regardless of your race or your uh, economic background. But let's say, let's say, just uh, per adventure. And to play devil's advocate, that it was harder to get one. Would there be a provision made for people who didn't have one? And the law that North Carolina proposed, SB 824, said yes, we will provide two ways for voters to obtain a free photo ID card. For free. You don't have to pay for it. It's very easy. So first, a registered voter can visit their county board of elections and receive an ID without charge. Perfectly free. Uh, all the voter has to provide is their name, their date of birth, and the last four digits of their social security number. And if the voter does not have this documentation, such as their birth certificate or their social security number, the state must supply it for them free of charge. They have to do it. It's not like, no, we can't, we're not going to give it to you. They have to give it to the voter free of charge. Um, and similarly, if, well, we'll get into that later. Uh, that's a little bit different. But yeah, basically, so there is... It's for free. The The bill that North Carolina proposed will allow you to get your photo ID for free uh, so that nobody has an excuse. Right. So this idea that it's a poll tax is just eliminated. Like, it's not a poll tax because you can obtain it for free. Um, but so also, I just want to say really quickly, um, we should ask this question too. Okay, you know, we'll play into their argument. What does it take to get an ID in North Carolina? Um, so when you apply for an ID card for the first time, um, you have to visit at NC uh, DMV driver license office. Like, you, you can't do it online, which is a good thing. You should not be able to do it online. But, uh, so you have to uh, pull up to the uh, to the driver's license office, and you have to present the, these following documents. One document verifying your age and identity, um, a social security card, or one document proving they have you have a social security number, which is good. 
So that you prove that you're a citizen of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we and said, then, these are provided for free by the state. More and um, more generally, uh, for United States citizens, one document proving residency. Um, so, like that can be th- a this piece I- of mail. This idea that also that it you know it's so hard to get an ID in North Carolina, like it's ridiculous. Like all you have to do is visit the DMV and pre- present these those three things, and you'll have yourself a license. Yeah. So another thing to jump into very quickly, um, people might pull up and say that. Some people have religious exemptions to being uh, photographed. We've I've heard of some people. I know at least one person in my life who is like that. Um, SB 824, the North Carolina law, provided an exemption for people um, who had a religious objection to being photographed. And there was also uh, an exemption on the voter ID thing for people who were victims of recent natural disasters and may have lost their ID. Uh or people who suffer from a reasonable impediment that prevents them from getting those IDs. Like, they literally can't go out and get them. And so if any of those circumstances arise where you cannot uh, have your ID, you don't have a photo ID, or let's say you forget to bring it with you to the polling station, um, you can cast a provisional ballot. It's a different ballot, but you complete an affidavit under penalty of perjury. So if you lie, you can be charged with perjury by law, uh, and you can be sentenced Um, but you complete this ballot and you fill out an affidavit that says, I am who I say I am. And this ballot, uh, can be counted. And, uh, if you forget your photo ID, uh, at the polling station, then you can again, cast that provisional ballot and that will be legal as long as you bring your photo ID to the, uh, board of elections, no later than the day that they take up ballots or the day before they take up the ballots. Right. So in closing, uh, let's just recap all the things that we've talked about. Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll, uh, th- this will be free for you to share for, with your friends. Uh, if you are enjoying what we're talking about and ex- you know, this will be a good explanation of, Hey, this is what's going on with voter ID in North Carolina. Um, so in summary, before we get off here, um, in North Carolina, in 2018, the people passed an amendment to the uh, to the Constitution of North Carolina, saying that you have to, you shall present a photo ID um, if you want to vote. Uh, that was approved by the voters by a 55 percent to 44 percent vote in the favor of it. Um, and it was, if we, if I remember correctly, it was like a 500,000 person difference, yeah, almost which is, a 500,000. That, that's, that's huge. But anyways, so um, after that. In, in the law, it says that the legislature must, um, in, you know, enforce it with laws that they passed. And so the law that they currently passed that enforces voter ID in North Carolina, which is uh, Senate Bill 824, um, it was it was passed and it was vetoed by Governor Cooper, but then uh, the legislature overrode it. But it is currently tied up in court and is not currently being enforced in North Carolina. So with that, everyone, uh, Isaiah, if you uh, have any words, uh, go ahead and let you know speak speak your mind. But uh, other than that, I say this is about where we can wrap this up. Yeah. So I will say in closing that there's a man named Michael Gerson. If you've ever heard of him, he was the White House Director of Speech Writing uh, for a while, I believe, under uh, George W. Bush, and he coined a phrase that actually ended up being attributed to George W. Bush called the soft bigotry of low expectations. 
And this is a perfect summary of why there is such a outpouring of people that are against voter ID. And these people that say that it's a racist measure, that is the soft bigotry of low expectations personified. They have such low expectations of certain people. Of, for black people, yeah, specifically. For the people of a different race or a different economic status. They have such low expectations of them that they're actually uh, bigoted towards them in a way that comes off as... Uh, sympathetic? Th- yeah, sympathetic and uh, like a valor almost. And it's important to remember that they are the ones who are racist. Uh, they are the ones who are evil in this uh, circumstance. And we can see that they they are really trying hard. I mean, no Democrats voted for this bill, SB 824. Our Democrat governor vetoed it. And now they're throwing everything they can at it in the courts to try and get it uh, done away with. So they're really trying hard on this. And we should be more prepared to try harder and to get this passed because it is what the people want. We've seen this in our voting. Right, yeah, the the bigotry of low expectations. The same people that claim that uh, they're looking out for uh, the black community are the same ones that say that they're too stupid to know how to get an ID. So with that being said, guys, uh, this has been the American Deciding Factor. My name is Cameron Hunt. I'm Isaiah Woody. Have a blessed day, and uh, God bless America. Goodbye.